We want the Big Ten championship, and we're going to win it as a team. They can throw out all those great backs and great quarterbacks and great defensive players throughout the country and in this conference. But there's going to be one team that's going to play solely as a team. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The team, the team, the team. And if we think that way, all of us, everything that you do, you take into consideration what effect does it have on my team. Because you can go into professional football, you can go anywhere you want to play after you leave here. You will never play for a team again. You'll play for a contract, you'll play for this, you'll play for that. You'll play for everything except the team. And think what a great thing it is to be a part of something that is the team. We're going to win it. We're going to win the championship again because we're going to play as a team. Better than anybody else in this conference, we're going to play together as a team. We're going to believe in each other. We're not going to criticize each other. We're not going to talk about each other. We're going to encourage each other. And when we play as a team, when the old season is over, you and I know it's going to be Michigan again. Michigan. cool people welcome back to another super fantastic episode of house of hail this is episode uh number 18 of season number two and i'm charlie prue how you guys doing i know i missed last week sorry about that guys i posted about it on facebook everything's cool you know they can't keep me down but uh as usual, just let me start by thanking all of you for listening and the people that reached out. I really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. You make a guy feel very special. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you for listening on your favorite listening platform. It means a lot. And also for liking and messaging me for your free swag bags on Facebook. Woohoo! Hope you guys like the new addition to the swag bags. The new House of Hail koozie is luxury beyond luxury. And, of course, you can follow House of Hail on Instagram. It's kind of a weak Instagram game that I have, but uh, it's almost precedent. <laughs> okay. Um... Sorry about my voice. I'm still in recovery mode, but so you might hear a couple coughs, but uh, I'll try to keep it clean. But uh, hold on. <coughs> All right. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But let me just talk for a minute. Uh, Michigan at Penn State, right? I swear on everything. If I only went by some of the comments on these so-called fan pages on Facebook, uh, I'd swear Michigan lost by 20. <sighs> There's a reason I started this episode of House of Hale with 
the famous, the team, the team, the team speech. Um, some of us are so quick to criticize. And look, I know we got manhandled in the first quarter in particular of this uh, Penn State game. No doubt about it. Um, but look, we're at Penn State. They have nothing to lose. They're not even ranked in the CFPs. They're ranked in the APs, which kind of broke Harbaugh's record. He's finally he's still on the losing butt end of it, but whatever. Um, but of course, they're gonna do. They're gonna. They're willing to do everything to beat us, and I'm glad they did. Because it's just experience now. Um, I th- I think our time of possession in the first quarter, wasn't it? It was something like a minute 56 or a minute 58. It was less than two minutes. And uh, even though they controlled the entire first quarter, I mean, it did feel... They did. Uh, but... Guys, it was only 3 nothing Penn State. And we saw through all their trick play bullshit. I mean, yeah, it worked a couple times because who runs trick plays that early? But when you have nothing to lose, it's understandable. Um, but it was only 3 nothing. And bear in mind, no Blake Corum, right? Didn't even travel. So, uh I would say I was more impressed with our defense in the first quarter. I was in awe of our O-line. Um, in particular, our two phenomenal uh, edges, Hutchison and Ajabo. I mean, they combined for a total of five sacks. I, uh, Hutchison had three, Ojabo had two. That, I mean, we had a total of seven sacks. <laughs> they combined for five. Uh, they're fast. Oh my gosh, they're so fast. They are so penetrating and fast. Woo. 12, we had 12 tackles for loss, uh, three forced fumbles, and we held Penn State to 3.9 yards per play, and we held their running game, specifically their running game, to 2.6 yards per carry. Our defense is no joke. <laughs> but one thing I want to point out, uh, remember when Michigan called timeout before the punt fake that Penn State did? Um, and then Penn State still did the fake punt out of our timeout. The reason we even called timeout was I didn't realize it at the time Michigan had 13 guys on the field. So that's why we even originally called the timeout. But Harbaugh said they're always expecting a fake, so um, that one worked. Um, But like I said earlier, Penn State had nothing to lose. Uh, They tried things they probably never tried in game settings before that they practiced. They know they couldn't match up with us, so they used everything in their holster. And when that was empty... They didn't know what to do. Our defense took all of it. But nonetheless, um, it was very distressing to see this team get dominated on the time of possession in the first quarter. 
that was not fun. I felt bad for a D out there that long. Um, felt they played. They, I mean, you can't say they played bad because you could say their Penn State's offense dominated the first quarter, but I could also make an argument that our defense dominated the first quarter. You know, I mean, they had the ball the whole time on offense, almost the whole first quarter. They got three points. So I guess you could say we survived the first quarter, but, I mean, I would say our defense dominated the first quarter. Uh, Michigan totally turned the tables and dominated the second quarter, though. Uh, Cade put on a passing bonanza with uh, 549 left in the second, a 21-yard strike to Roman Wilson in the back of the end zone, and he just caught it. I mean, that was... And that made it 7-3 after uh, the point after from Moody. Um, And that was the most precise, like crisp offensive play I think I've seen us make all season long. Um, It just, everything looked like it should have happened that way. Like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Boom, I got it in the back of the end zone. This was a design. Everything, every player every position everything looked crisp and clean it looked great that's how we should be looking all the time um i will say before halftime it was pretty distressing that we couldn't get a fourth and two to keep the chains moving um Little stutter steps in the backfield. I mean, that's tough to do when you need two yards. As soon as you stop your momentum, you're at a disadvantage. So, um, because that would go on to lead to a field goal from Penn State right before the half because we had a punter or because we gave it over on downs. Uh, That made it 7 6 Michigan still. So we're still ahead. We're still ahead. <clears throat> but guys, uh, how about coming out after halftime and going nine plays for 75 yards and a touchdown and totally redeeming ourselves? And this would be a theme for Hassan Haskins in the second half. Uh, this guy had over 100 yards in the second half. Um, it took a... A minute, but uh, Penn State eventually, they couldn't keep up with them. They held them to a check, but when you got a steady pressure coming at you, it's going to win. It's going to win over time. And without Haskins, it wouldn't have opened up the passing game for Cade. And I got to say, guys, I listen – I want JJ to be our he's gonna I really pray he's our next quarterback. But Cade is our quarterback. He's done everything right. He's done nothing wrong. He's not putting up, you know, he's not the guy that's gonna go against an elite team and put up, you know, 300, 400 yards a game. That's not him. But that kid never his facial expression never changes. It could be a great play. It could be a bad play. That guy is, when they say manager, they mean that. Like, he's he'd be a rough manager. Like, you get no feedback from that guy at all. 
But um, but along with Haskins moving the chains, we have uh, Eric All and Roman Wilson. They're doing the same thing. Everybody's joining in this. It, it was awesome. And before you know it, it's 14-16 Michigan, thanks to a one-yard uh, touchdown catch by Roman Wilson, number two for the day, from my man with the cast on his hand. But uh, what I really want to do is jump ahead to the strip sack. Yeah. Um, I know I'm skipping the Penn State touchdown and that two-point conversion, which apparently we can't defend. Fine. They tied it up. Um, 14-14. The heat was definitely on. (laughs) It was. Oh, my gosh. We could not lose this game. At the 6.45 mark in the uh, fourth with that strip sack and... I mean, our stellar defense held them to a field goal. I mean, they had the ball deep. How much deeper do you want it, Penn State? Jeez, it was almost on the freaking goal line. But Michigan's defense held, held, held. Um, Held it to a field goal. So they they go ahead 17-14. And you guys have to remember... This is typically how we lose games. And you can't tell me you weren't jumping around when it was 17-14 going, this is it. This is how we do it. This is, this is what happens. We lose late and we can't come back. Um, but guess what? Didn't happen. This team just answers back immediately by going six plays for 75 yards. They did it in two minutes and 26 seconds, y'all. Thanks to Hassan Haskins and Eric All getting his first touchdown on a short pass on a, oh my God, that crossing pattern. Boom, and he ran around everybody. 47-yard touchdown pass. I mean, it was a short pass, but a lot of yards after, right? Woo! Um, Making it 27-17, Michigan! And Penn State would have one more shot, but our stellar defense went into lock. I mean, we put these dudes on lock mode. And by this time, Clifford, the Penn State quarterback, he was hurting uh, from our D-line. <laughs> he, he was. He was uh, in pretty rough shape by then. Uh, Michigan would end the game in victory formation. We could have scored again, but not the classy thing to do. We're classy. Classy. But uh, 21-17, covering the spread. That's all that's important. And all without wearing the maize unis. Those bastards wouldn't let us wear those maize unis. You believe that? That would have cost us 15 yards at the beginning of the game and 15 yards at... uh, at the beginning of the second half. That's what that would have 30 yards total for the game if we would have wore them. But we're not giving them anything. I agree. Good decision. And we slighted them by practicing in all maize, like maize t-shirts with our maize bottoms. All the accessories were maize, so we slighted them. We still got them. But anyway, um, listen, let's get some... Uh, 
One thing I didn't go over this game, just let me just throw some stats at you real quick. Cade was 19 of 29, 217 yards, three touchdowns. More importantly, zero interceptions. He did have that that strip sack, uh, that strip fumble. Uh, that was just good pressure from them. Haskins, 31 carries, 156 yards, five receptions for 45 yards. That was pretty nice to see him getting receptions because in the state game I saw uh, Kenneth Walker third. Uh, he must have tweaked his ankle, but they used him in uh, the passing game a lot more, and he did really good after yards after catch. So uh, that's good to see Haskins doing that too. Eric All, four receptions, 64 yards, one touchdown. Hutchinson, three sacks. Ajabo, two sacks. Um now we have our third down efficiency, 6 of 15. I mean, of course we'd like that to be better. I mean, that's not good. You know, that's less than 50%, so, <laughs> you know. Um, that's got to get better. But a lot of these were from trick plays that Penn State ran, but they weren't. And, and even though the first quarter didn't, didn't reflect this. Michigan would lead in time of possession, would finish the game to lead in time of possession. Uh, 30 minutes, 20 seconds to Penn State's 29 minutes, 40 seconds. Now, you probably wouldn't have predicted that after the first quarter. You probably would have predicted it would have been even from that point out. But no, Michigan, yeah, we did our thing in the second quarter. We held that ball. So, just a couple thoughts on this game before I move on. Uh, defensively, our defense is great. Our defense is effing great. I don't think our secondary has really been challenged a lot um, this season. Vincent Gray in particular, it's crazy to you guys. I was During the game, I even said Vincent Gray is doing really good this season, which he flat out is. I was down on him last season. He's doing great this season, but I don't think he's been challenged particularly well this season either. And just as I said that, they started targeting him, and, well, things happen. But um, I do think they're better on, on secondary than they're showing even. I don't think they've been challenged properly this season, though. Uh, we seem to give up... Uh, Early on screen plays, for some reason, really early on in the game, we give these up. Or even the little 10-yard passes to the sideline, we give those up too. Um, a little too often. We recover quickly, and the speed and intensity of our D-line is just unmatched by really any team we've played so far, including State. Um, our offense can sputter at times. That's probably our knock. Um but once our run game gets going, it really establishes the base for a wide-open offense. And our wide receivers are really coming on. Andrew Anthony um, really coming on. He want, You could tell he wants to be the man. He wants to be the guy, the go-to guy. Uh, Mike Sanders still, I mean, um, who you got? DJ Turner. Um, I wish Ronnie Bell would make a surprise comeback, don't you? My son asked me that the other day. Is 
I heard, is there a rumor that Ronnie's coming back? And I said, I wish, not that I've heard. So, but if you hear, if you guys hear it, post it on House Hale Facebook page because I want to hear it. So, <laughs> I'll spread it out. <laughs> um, one thing I'm not sure of, and you guys hit me up on the House Hale Facebook page, tell me if I'm wrong. This Michigan team, offensively anyway, seems to match the level of whatever team we're playing. Um, defensively, I feel like you can clearly see the difference in us and them, whoever them are. But offensively, I feel we almost just mirror the other team, it, whoever they may be. Like we, I just, it's it's really odd. I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just grasping at straw or seeing things I'm not seeing. Let me know. How's Hale Facebook page, please? Cause. I was watching the MSU-Maryland game last night, and I hate to say it, but MSU looked really, really crisp offensively. I had to remind myself that that was our game. We should have won against these clowns. They are not better than us in any aspect. We just outplayed ourselves in that game. Um, and the refs didn't see that strip sack touchdown. That was crazy. Now, <laughs> sorry. And you know what? Real quick, real quick. You know how uh, it's been said that all over that Harbaugh's still whining. He's a whining coach. And then Mel Tucker comes out and says, yeah, we don't focus on whining. It gives the players and the coaches excuses to lose. Well, you know what, Mel? That's a great philosophy, philosophy, bud. But why don't you talk to your head basketball coach because he's the most whiningest coach in the history of coaching of all coaches that have ever coached in coaching land. The most whiningest. And they want to talk about Harbaugh? Harbaugh's shit is legit. You can replay Harbaugh's shit and be like, yep, that, that should have been called. That should have been a touchdown. That would have changed the game. But no. You want to not talk about your own coach that's got tenure at that school and you just got there. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Now, Maryland, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, they got beaten on last night by state. I wonder if anyone will be even healthy for our game with them Saturday. They got their asses whooped. Um. You know, now Maryland falls to five and five. They're desperate to get that bowl bid. They need one more game to win to be able to be bowl eligible, and they're hoping Michigan at home. Um, now they lost. They they're coming because they're now they're coming off a loss to State, which twenty one forty, MSU, last night. Maryland had their chances in that game, you guys, if you watched it. Maryland played a pretty decent game against Michigan State. They were even deep in the red zone, but Michigan State's red zone D clamped down. I mean, but Maryland had their chances. They they made their own penalties. They were ridiculous sometimes with the penalties. I mean, I think they got some face masks. Some, I mean, how many intentional grounding penalties? Oh, my gosh. Did Talia Tungle Viola have? Oh my God, it was unbelievable. But uh, 
They kept shooting themselves in the foot every time. I think after watching them play state, Maryland will have a very tough time against us in the red zone. Uh, like I said, Tunga Viola makes the wrong decision, guys, every time. You show them pressure, wrong decision every time. I don't care. Michigan's defense is way better than MSU's defense. We are. That's a freaking fact. We are. I'm not overlooking Maryland because this would be the wrong game to overlook at their house. Um, Blake Corum will not be playing in this game, or is the early word. Uh, hopefully he's good to go for Ohio. Fingers crossed. Uh, prayers to Blake and his family. Um, offensively for us, I feel like we will just out athlete them if that makes sense <laughs> we match up with their defense favorably um eric all's ankle is still sore i listened to an interview he gave after the the game um so i'm gonna look at that like questionable right now he said after the game his ankle is sore and when he caught that touchdown, the game-winning touchdown, uh, he started running, and he, f he didn't know if he would make it all the way because he felt it his ankle tweak on him. So he didn't know if he'd have the speed to get there with his ankle like that, but he got it. Um, at least it's got a stand, right? Because finally we got a call to stand. We got a legit call to stand. You believe that? When the call that – I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to move on. You know it should have been confirmed last week, though. But um, So, they're not saying Eric All's out by any means. He's, I mean, it's way too early for that, and he played, and he got the game-winning touchdown. So, obviously, you want the other team defending for him. I'm just reading between the lines. If, if he's sore, I would assume they're going to let him sit for the game. Um. He said, this is interesting, Eric All. He said um, in his uh, post-game press conference, the guy defending him, he gave the guy's number. He told him on the field, we've been scouting you. We know your ankle's messed up. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he said it doesn't get to him mentally. He said, I, I like it. I just play off of it. So, um that touchdown run was sweet, sweet revenge for Eric All. I mean, he even tweaked his ankle running that touchdown in after the guy said that to him. And he got the game-winning freaking touchdown. Woo! Oh, my God. You, that is the best feeling. He had the best. Eric All had the best feeling of anybody on either team last night. He wins. Eric All, you win, sir. <laughs> Good for you, bud. Um, I fully admit, guys, I'm not, I ain't too proud to beg. I was totally rough on him, uh, last season. Maybe, I don't think early this season, but maybe, but I apologize now. He's making me eat my words, but he's really made a turnaround this season. Like he's really decided this is who he wants to be. And he's really come on and I'm, I'm really proud of him. Good for you, Eric all. Um, big tight end, we need you. We've needed you. So, 
taking all that in mind, right, all the Maryland MSU stuff, all the Penn State Michigan stuff, taking all that in mind, the House of Hale hunch is Michigan 38, Maryland 16. It's at Maryland. Take that to the bank with a side of mustard, mustard, mustard. All right, guys, remember that intro, right? The team, the team, the team. That one. We're nine and one. We are nine and one. And we are the freaking Michigan Wolverines. And sometimes it feels like we're one and nine. Just think for a minute. Just think with me. Fire Harbaugh. Say bye-bye to all the new coaching staff that you love and all the kids that they've recruited. And you better make a home run here with the greatest staff right off the bat. No exceptions. No filtering of coaches. Because you can look on any one of these Michigan fan pages on Facebook, besides House of Hale, of course, of course, and you will find out very quickly that 9-1 isn't good enough. Close wins that are away games, but we still cover the spread, by the way, aren't good enough. Those are big shoes to fill, my friends. Those are big shoes to fill. You tell me, what coach would you hire that would bring in the right coaching staff that could keep all of our guys that you want, all the guys you love, like JJ, you think JJ would stay? Why? Because it's Michigan? You think he came because of Michigan or you think he came because of the coaching? You tell me. How sale Facebook page. Tell me. But um listen, it's it just gets it just gets old. We're nine and one. I mean, even Oklahoma lost. They're nine and one now. Yeah, we should have won the Michigan State game, guys. And you know we're a better team than Michigan State. You know it. I know it. Obviously, the playoff committee knows it. They said it. They flat out said it. We feel that Michigan is a better state, or better state, a better team than Michigan State. You can't be any more clear than that. They said that. We beat Penn State. Penn State should have been ranked in the CFPs. They really should have. They're ranked in the APs. Great. They should have been ranked. They were disrespected. Fine. We're at their house. We beat them. We did what we should have done. We did it. We'll see how Michigan State plays them. We'll see what the score is then. I'm not even sure where that game's at. But, guys, let's just be the best fans we can be. As a matter of fact, post your funniest Michigan meme on the House Hale Facebook page. Let's post them up for any team that we play. I want to see them all. They're funny. Let's have fun. 
We should be enjoying this. And while you're there, message me for your free swag bags because I might slip some random new swag in your swag bag, okay? On the side, on the side. And also you can check me out on Instagram. It's not the greatest game, but it's a game. Uh, House of Hail on Instagram. And, you know, as usual, sharing the podcast around is very much accepted by me. <laughs> but I got to thank you guys for listening to House Hail on your favorite listening platforms. Uh, you know what they are. Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Google, Anchor, Overcast. I know I'm leaving some out. Um, leave a nice rating or review if you want. If you want. So, guys, heads up. Nine and one, baby. Until next week, this is Bob Barker saying get your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone, and thanks for listening to House of Hail, where those who stay will be champions. Go Blue.